Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? You we always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns, your post-game show. And um, yeah, a rough one. Um, I'm already seeing the comments here. Hi, Brian Parrott's already commenting in there. Um, yeah, rough one. You know, all I can say is we're going to get into it. JD, JD uh, former Chiefs tight end, Jason Dunn's going to be joining us in a little bit here. All I can say is uh, on to Germany. I, I don't even want. I don't even want to listen to press conferences. I don't want to hear about. I mean, well, I mean, we, it was a rough game. I mean, it happens. I knew Mahomes had the flu. I didn't realize the entire uh, offense had the flu. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize MVS had the flu. Uh, I didn't realize Sky Moore had the flu. Um, Donovan Smith standing standing around at the end of that game. Mahomes running into him like a pinball machine. I mean, what's what's going on here? I mean, lo- lots to take away. And, and that's the thing. Like, there's games that happen like this every year. The Colts game last year, the turnovers. It, I mean, shit happens. It's the NFL. I mean, stuff like this is going to happen. But, like, it was just a really rough, rough game. Um, I, I, thought, I thought the line was weird. I thought the the way the line moved from, like, eight to, to six and a half right before the game today was was odd and usually late late movement. The Sharps really uh, in on that. It was just a really weird game. The turnovers really weren't, weren't great, obviously. But what um, – yeah, I mean, what, what do you – and that's the thing. I yeah, everybody made bad plays, and that's a that's the thing, Henrique. I mean, that's why I'm saying it's like I know Mahomes had the flu, but like I didn't realize the entire team had the flu. Um, and that's I mean that's that, that's that's the thing. I mean, Mahomes had the flu; he played through it. Great that he did that. Um, and, and I will say, even with the flu, he had a decent game. I mean, yeah, there's there's some there were some you know, there's some throws we could throw away there. Um, they get you know, but I mean, just generally, a lot of guys played bad today, and that was the thing. It was kind of a, it was kind of a, one of those things that everyone had that. Um, what did you think about um, just the general thoughts, but we'll kind of break down different things here, but what was your, your initial takes from the game? Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to overreact. I'm trying, but um, we have a clunker kind of every year. So I'm, I'm hoping my, my overall hope at least take away from this game is that I hope this is just our clunker. I hope it's just the game that we just kind of, leave and forget about and try to move on from um a ton of mistakes you're not going to win uh many games when you lose the turnover battle and not just lose the turnover battle period but lose it five to one five to one's a lot um i talked to you one point in the game marcus and i go we're lucky to be down by this little right now so uh, it was a game where we I felt like it was one of those where we watched the Chiefs kind of sleeping. Um, since it's like near Halloween, it's like the the, the Freddy Krueger. You're watching them, you know. Uh, we know it's the dream, but they don't. And it's like, oh, wake up, wake up, wake up, like that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. That happens like once, maybe twice a year with the Chiefs. But like this was that game, and the flu thing didn't help. The turnovers, and sometimes when we play bad, we play really bad. We're not one of those like. Uh, we don't seem to have it totally together today. We're a little off. No, when we're off, we're like off the rails, like the wheels come off. So um, that it, it kind of showed its head pretty early. And then uh, the Hardman muff pump to me, I was like, all right, there you go. That's <laughs> like, this is, this is just, yeah, the complete disaster. So um, 
Yeah, that's my main takeaway, at least. Yeah, uh, we got former Chiefs head and Jason Dunn, our, our host, uh, coming on here. JD, we talked we, we talk a little bit before uh, during the game, not not, not that much, obviously, because I think both you and both of us were kind of uh, just like in awe of what we were watching. Um, and I, I in, in the opener, I said we knew Patrick Mahomes had the flu going to this game. We didn't yeah. know the entire team had the flu. I mean, it looked like a lot of guys had, had some kind of bug today. Yes, Sky Moore. Um, the blame could go around, and that's the thing. It's you know, you know, is better than anybody. Twenty-two players on the team. You know, there's twenty-two guys offensive defense. Everyone has a has a hand in this loss here. But what, what did you what did you just make? Of, what was your initial reactions uh, of the game today? Just upon what you saw. Uh. It- I mean, obviously, that being a factor with the uh, with with the, the flu going around, um, but you know, as guys, you know, we I've had the flu before going into a game. You know, you get the, the proper, you know, fluids that you need to kind of get your body back together to try to go play. Uh, but to to be honest with you, uh, the guys will tell you this is not really an excuse. It's not. I mean, because to be honest, you know, other teams go through with the flu. And there's guys get sick probably week in, week out. I mean, it's just it's that time of the year where this thing is going around. Two or three guys may have the flu or may be down, you know, just getting over an illness. Uh, and the thing is, if you suit up, you're going out to go play. That's the way it goes. It's, that's the way it works. And so none of the guys is going to give an excuse. Uh, but but like Taja said, uh, you know, we used to do percentages, and there was no way when you're down, uh, with five turnovers, you, you have zero percent chance to win the game. Like, like you, sh- you shouldn't even win the game. You shouldn't even be in it. Uh, and because the Broncos are the Broncos, uh, the Chiefs had a chance and opportunities. They, they at, at certain points in the first half, and the, you know they were driving down the field. They were there were times that they were mustering good drives. Looked like everything was clicking on all cylinders, and then all of a sudden, bang, here it goes. And so. It was a lot of like unfortunate plays. MVS dropping the ball, can't blame it on the flu, right? So same thing. McCole Harmon can't blame it on the flu either. Okay, I think that's him trying to make a play at that moment. Thinking, well, let, let me go ahead and try to make a play right now. And that, to be honest with you, that might not have been the opportune time to try to do it you, at that moment. Just secure the punt, okay, and let Patrick them take over. And so it, it, it takes all these little things like that to happen, like in a game like this, to make it look as bad as it looked. And so not to mention the defense didn't play well. Snead probably had, what, five penalties on himself, you know, on, on pass interference and holding on uh, on Sutton. You know, so all those things help drives out. And so when you start looking at the course of the game, all these mistakes happen. And that's 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 really what the game, that's the, that's the definition of how this game, when it ended, being 24 to nine, that's what it was. Uh, and so not stopping the run, you know, guys getting second and third opportunities in the ball with their hand uh, with penalties. Uh, and, and they went out. That's that's how it goes. And Denver's just tough to win in anyway, regardless of altitude, right? And then we're talking about the flu. And, you know, there's a lot of different things, man. These guys, you know, today, man, guys just didn't execute. That's all it was. It's execution. Pure and simple execution. And so um, we we can look and we can say all different things. But uh, like I said, man, as being a football player, we're professionals. We understand, like, sometimes you're not going to feel your best. I mean, like I said, that's week in and week out. It don't matter if it's your body or something of that, of that nature. Patrick looked good enough to, to, to get this win. There was times he was slow with the ball. I think some of his decision also, too, was just kind of off. Uh, but, you know, this is uh, – you know, a lot of what they did, man, they just, you know, the Broncos just kind of put it on us. Yeah. Uh, JD, this is going to be kind of the conversation. It's been the conversation for us when we do our Bleacher Report show for a long time now. Yeah. The entire, if you look at the timeline on Twitter today, everyone's just talking about receiver, 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 saying Harbin was great last week, but like that's just, a, that's really not really solving the issue that we have, kind of having a go to guy outside of Kelsey. Um, do you think that – I mean, I, I, since we started the whole receiver conversation, I, I see Brian Perry here is talking about that. Uh, Beach better make a move. I don't trust him for squat now. I trust must be earned. Mike Evans is on. Is a guy who's going into his last year in Tampa Bay, um, a guy who fits our window as far as being a team that's ready to win now. Um, but Tampa Bay, as we saw Thursday night, we texted about it. That's a team that's going in a different direction right now. They might be doing away with Godwin, Evans, some of the guys in that team. 
Is that something that you think after a game like today, they, they may entertain trying to go get a receiver? I mean, no, no not at all. It is, it, you know, his price points is going to be too high to be honest with you. I, I just, it, that's what it is. And so everybody can say, yeah, he's going to be up on the block, but featuring okay. those guys not looking to try to, you know, take on a, a, a lengthy contract and a, and a very uh, a big contract for one on a receiver. They're just not. And so to them, they want to at least keep getting these young guys uh, to perform, okay, trying to get them to grow. And I understand that. And Tasia was saying the same thing. You had some of these games that, yeah, they ain't going to work well. We've been looking for these guys to get better week after week. Uh, we know – Sky Moisture had it won in, in for the seven points. Yeah, it's what Lamar just said. He comes in, he, he drops it, he misses it. And so, same thing, Rasheed Rice drops a, a one wide open, right? Those things are just concentration, that's focus, pure and simple. And so, when you have some guys performing, doing things well, uh, some other guys are not doing so well. Same thing, Pat, you know, he didn't have, you know, a, a clear, crisp game. He didn't. So, some of his decisions definitely could have been better. Uh, but this look, the thing is with this whole trade situation coming up, there's a lot of guys that's going to be out there. It's going to be a lot of different guys. I know they say Mike Evans, but I, I think, you know, for the, for him to fit in this offense, they're going to find a guy that they think can actually win, get here as far as like in a culture, uh, you know, a little bit more geared to what we do. So I don't think Mike Evans is a fit for us. I just don't for a lot of many reasons. I just don't think he is. And you're saying your number one factor behind that's the the the, the contract, the the money aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, definitely, definitely, because it's going to cost us a whole lot of money. It, it is draft picks, it's all those different things going to cost. So, do you bring a guy like that in, uh, as opposed to saying, "Well, look, let's try to get somebody a little bit lower than that that still is a capable receiver"? If you're if you're still entertaining that, okay, we don't even know if they, they're still looking to entertain that, okay. And I'm not one to say, oh, look, I'm just done with these guys. I'm, I'm really not, you know, because we did see some a, a, a couple of flashes. MVS did catch a couple of other balls, right? He drops one. You know, Sky caught a couple of passes. Justin Watson caught a couple of passes today. So I'm sitting there saying, like, man, we, we, we're looking at guys that actually caught some balls, right? But the execution it is consistency. We're looking at consistency, and that's a lot of it. When you're talking about coming in this NFL, it's all about consistency, and it's all about performance and production. That's what they're looking for. And so if you can find a, a, a very capable receiver that can produce and is consistent, and they don't cost a lot, like price point, where you had to sell the whole farm to go get him, then that's what Beach and them are looking for, if they're looking for a guy. It's pretty interesting timing to have this game, though, right before the trade deadline. Um, if this were in a few weeks from now, whatever, it's past and gone. But like we are – it is before midnight, so it's like that's the only thing that, that it's a wrinkle in all of this. It's like, man, it does give him some extra last-minute thought to all this because you're doing a disservice if you don't because there is something missing. I mean, here difference between now and like before season was we thought we have so many guys. We just need Kelsey to do his thing every week and like one other guy to step up and have a good game and the rest of the guys just do something serviceable. We're at the point now where we're not even getting that. We're not even getting like serviceable numbers from a lot of the guys that we thought we would get more contribution from. Forget about like Pro Bowl or like even like Juju stats from last year, just serviceable. We're not getting a lot of output at all from Tony. We're not getting an output from Sky Moore. Rice is doing actually more than what we thought he was going to do really at this point. So we're lucky he actually made it. If he wasn't making more progress than we thought at this point, we would be like in major trouble. We, we, we would be talking about having to force a deal somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, no, no doubt about that. It's like, we actually, we always said, Oh, no pressure. There's a bunch of guys that can step up. Right. So you can just come along at your own pace. We're at the point now where we're like, all right, Rashi, <laughs> change of plan. We're going to need you to do a little more. Actually. Uh, we're going to need to up your, your snap count up your, up your route running. Sorry, man. Like we actually need you now because we should have gone after Thielen in the offseason. Sorry, I got it out of the way. Right? <laughs> I said it. Um, <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of guys we could have went after during the offseason and we didn't. But Thielen was actually – yeah, I know, I know. Well, Jacoby Myers another guy that comes to mind. Oh, but man. for that price, I mean, come on. Um, yeah. But but Thielen was like even cheaper than Jacoby Myers was, I think. Like Thielen's deal was actually 
at the time seemed more than I wanted to spend. But now in retrospect, it's like, damn, that you know, was a good bang for your buck on that one. But anyway, that's lost and gone. Um, but yeah, we're left with the interesting question again before the deadline happens. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's, we'll see. We don't have the money. For, we couldn't, I was going to say during your rant about like not having money and, and not, you know, and not being the, the, the holdup. We couldn't even like, this is in the wake of not even getting a deal done with Jones, like a long-term deal. Right. Right. So like we have our own, like, you know, a, a room full of gifts we need to wrap and then we're going to buy more to come in and wrap. I mean, it's like, dude, we, have, we have our own problems. As it is. We have guys we need to sign. Right. Everything is already breaking at the bow as far as the structure wise of contracts. And you want to you want to take another one on? I, I don't think that's a smart move. Uh, but like you said, if you're looking to try to get somebody in that 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 can do what we're asking them to do for a good price, uh, I think you can entertain that. Is that warranted after this game? Sure. I think it is a conversation, a serious conversation needs to be had. My thing is this, okay, because I know as fans. Right. You know, when we look at things, we want everything right now. OK, we, we want everything to happen the way that we want to happen. Uh, and I'm telling you, inside that building, there's a different thing, a feeling of confidence sometimes. And I think, you know, when they went and got McCole Hartman, I, they feel like he was good enough. So if somebody's sitting there saying, OK, well, look, McCole Hartman came in and was going to open up our offense, which I think it really did, to be honest with you. I think our offense looks a little bit different than it was two weeks ago with McCole coming in here. Right. I mean, it's just that's the reality. It is. It's a lot better than what it was. So if we keep going here and harping on trying to get a number one guy here. Okay. Uh, who Who's that going to be? That's the thing about it. And the thing is, we don't, what you don't want to do is you want to bring a guy in thinking he's going to get, you know, the lion's share of the passes. It, it just, you know, is that what we're, is that what we're looking for? Is that what our offense is geared toward? Right. Because when I'm, I'm telling you right now, that changes the whole scope of what the offense does. It, it does. It changes the entire scheme. And people need to understand that because offensively, if you got your, your pieces in place and it's like, okay, we got to make sure the piece that we're going to get fits into the scheme of what we're doing. So if you went somewhere and you caught 90 balls or 100 balls or something like that, uh, you're not going to get that here. It's just we're not going to do that. Number one is going to be Kelsey. Uh, Rasheed Rice now became the number one. Then you got Tony, you got now Maharman. Uh, and so if you're trying to get another guy in here, I mean, who 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 do you go get? That's, I mean, really, man, it's, it's all about fits. I think people just think that you can just go get anybody. They're going to fit in. Well, Devontae Adams showed that, that that didn't work, right? Dude, you know, one receiver goes out there at Oakland and he changed what they, they've done. It hasn't. So the other question is, is it going to be whatever we give up for that bona fide stud? Is it going to be worth it? Is he going to pick up enough of the offense to be that uh, valuable for us rest of season. Right. He's that valuable. Mike Evans is that valuable on just an example. I'm not like that going forward with this, but Mike Evans is that valuable for the Bucks right now. Knows the system, ready to play, comes to perform. We get him for the same exact price tag and then some because we have to trade assets for him. Is he going to be worth it for us rest of season to, to pick up enough to, to, to give that output for us? That's the question you got to ask because we're not an easy team just to pick it up and run with for, for receivers, are we? No, it's not. It isn't. That's what I said. Like, you know, when we think about guys coming into the offense, you know, you always try to take the piece and put it into the offense. You don't take the offense and put it around the guys that you have. Okay. I mean, Andy's offense is Andy's offense. It's just what it is. And so we're going to play within the scope of what the offense is and the concepts of what we do. Right. You could try to make some, you know, some adjustments, which you could definitely do. I mean, he's a genius. He can do those things. But also, too, what it does is it changes the entire flavor of what, you know, maybe in the long haul, what you're trying to do, right? Because Pacheco's been doing a good job running the football, okay? McKinney probably should be getting more touches out there, okay? We're not necessarily doing that. And so the things that's been happening with us over the years where we've been getting away with because, you know, it hasn't been working with this young cast. Everybody's like, well, shoot, we need to go get a number one wide receiver. And I said this, if we was going to keep a number one, number one wide receiver, we wouldn't have let that joker walk down the field down to the South Beach. Okay, let's just be honest. So we got it. We got it. They got to deal with that. They got to deal with that. So um, that, yeah. So who, uh, Jacob, yeah, he, no doubt. They got to pick it up. And so getting into, it's like, yeah, you got to get into the wind. You got to know the zone. You got to get all those different things. It's concepts. Okay. A lot of it is scramble drill. That's what I call it. Um, and so this is not a typical offense, but you just run. Terminology is going to be different. 
So it's still going to be that learning curve that you had to get into. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just know this. This game, from what we've seen this last this past week, one, we knew Bolton's presence was, was definitely missed. Yeah. Missed. Okay? And so Drew Tranquil is a great cover linebacker. But as far as inside against a run, not so great. Not so great. You know, I'm just – just be honest. I'm, I'm Look, I'm an honest guy. I'm going to talk about it, right, because I'm, I'm a football guy. But, you know, the thing is you can't let a team just run down the field. And they just – we will let them have, uh, you know, the, 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 the brunt of offensive snaps on the ball. They, I mean, they had that all night. What we had like before Patrick had it the second time, he's almost in the fourth quarter getting the, the football back. Yeah. You know, second half, that's crazy. It's just crazy. So it was pulling teeth too. If you go to those drives, like every almost every single time we had to go to a third down. I, I know that the first drive we had, the seven play of 31 drive. Um, first third down, we got bailed out from a penalty. They got I think they got a holding on defense. So we got an automatic first. And then the next one, um, incomplete. So we we had to punt the ball after that. And so we were it was pulling teeth. The other one, the second drive. 11 plays, 48 yards for this offense. You need 11 plays to go 48 yards. Right. Three right. third downs on that drive, two fourth downs on that drive. Like, that's that's pulling teeth. Those are the kind of rough drives we were talking about weeks ago going, like, that's what, you know, that's what separates good teams and great teams and bad teams even, and just offenses and quarterbacks. Like, a, a good game plan for a team is, especially against a good quarterback, is – Take away his strength in the deep ball with Mahomes. Can you go 11, to 10 to 15 play drives and score on us every time? Can you do it every time down the field? Denver in two games, I will say, I'm going to give them their cookies. They've done a really good job against us. Um, two of our lowest scoring outputs of the season. Um, uh, two of, I will say, if you look at the games we've lost two over the last two years, I looked this up. Only two games we we lost two games in both time of possession and and the, the losses from this year and last year too. Every game we've lost, we lost time time of possession on. Yeah. Um, so you know right away if, if we're losing time of possession in the game, like even right. if we're winning, it, it's beware. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to look for for now on. Yeah, well, well, that, that's the thing about it. De the defense definitely got to get guys off the field, right? I mean, that's how it works in a game. So the whole process of it. Is like you 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 have to do uh, have a very good outing from a defense, uh, and it wasn't the best outing. It, it wasn't, and so I seen a lot of different holes on a, on the defensive line. Uh, we had some some great sacks. We had five sacks today, but you know the five sacks can be they can be you know nullified by giving up you know yards on the ground, right? Because we know Denver don't pass the ball a lot, and when they did, you know they scored. So uh, you know it, the guys just had to play better. That's that's the main thing about it. So, kind of some of the I, I'm looking at some of the, the comments and just kind of talking about some of the things. One guy was talking about the, the the Dolphins are a better team than us. I don't think they're a better team than us overall. Not at all. I, I don't think that at all. Dolphins are they're, they're not a better team from man to man. I do not believe that. I think we have a better overall team than the Dolphins do, and so I think we'll prove that on on, on Sunday. Uh, and and the reality is, you know, we we know um, Tyreek. We know him, and guess what? We're going to try to do everything in our power to try to stop him. The thing is, if they come up and and, and put a scheme together, you know, Spags to do that, I think we'll, we'll be successful. Spags will have something, of course, coming after Tua. You know, once you get his feet moving a little bit, uh, you could get him off his game as well, too. So it, any given week. So, yeah, it's the Broncos, okay? But guess what? If you're not coming to play your best ball, you will take an L like we did today. So it doesn't matter. Same thing. Everybody, everybody thought San Francisco was invincible. Oh, guess what? Huh, now they won. They lose two. Same thing with, with the Eagles, right? They lose a the game. So when you start finding out, man, look, all these guys get paid. All these guys get paid. And so you always got to be on your A game, especially with the Chiefs, because we know we're going to get everybody's best game when they come against us. We know that. So uh, just got to be ready. You know, I haven't lost any confidence in this team, man. You know, like you said, it's, it's always going to be one of these things that these you don't have one of these nasty games like this, right? Nasty Clubbers. games. Yeah. I feel like we bailed on Pacheco, too. He had one carry in the second half. 
Yeah, that, that was going to be my other my so because everyone's talking about drops and receivers and all this stuff, I, and I feel like this is something we've kind of gone back to. This has kind of been a constant thing just over the years, but um, eight carries for Pacheco, <laughs> averaging five yards a carry. I thought one of the first red zone possession. What are we doing? The, the, the cutesy gimmick, gimmicky stuff again. It's like, dude, I thought we, I thought we, I thought we learned a mistake from this stuff a couple weeks back against Denver, of course. And then last week we didn't do any gimmick stuff. We were we were spot on in the red zone. And then this week we kind of go back to doing that again. Like yeah. the, um, I don't know. I just feel like we abandoned. We we do we do with Pacheco again, abandoning the run. And I get we were down, but it, it wasn't like so much so that we needed to go to throw mode. I mean, Pacheco was, I mean, five yards of carry. What did you see from Pacheco and just what did you make of the offense abandoning the run again? It, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You kind of, you know, when you have a little bit of success, you try to build on it, right? And so I think that's what we try to do, at least with passing the football. And so we, we kind of went back into our old ways of like passing the football as opposed to like, you know, handing it off and let the big guys just roll gray everybody up front. Um so I think that's part of the problem. But you have to feed Pacheco. Pacheco's got to get in the game. He's got to get into a rhythm like everybody else, right? I got to give my man, Coach Coach Garvin, some love. He was just talking about uh, PM15 uh, playing like Jordan in 86. <laughs> I got it. Uh, the only problem was, man, he didn't play like Jordan in 86. You know, he tried to do too much on his own, but he didn't. Some of the decisions was was a little uh, suspect, of course. Uh, but, yeah, you can – can somebody take the lid off the, the defense? Can you take the top off of it? And so – that's the thing about it. we thought McCoharm was going to be in and he was going to do that. And so this would be an opportune time, but they got some good corners, right? We know that, you know, they got some speed. They got some skill sets back there uh, with their secondary uh, to do those things. But yeah, man, we got, we got to find that guy. That guy's got to, you got to please show yourself. I think everybody needs to go come back on, on, on Monday or two, well, Monday or Wednesday and run forties see who's the fastest one in the room. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to be the one taking the top off the defense. How about that? Well, well, Watson showed right away coming back. I mean, he's been absent for a few weeks. He comes in and he makes one of the clutches catches of the game earlier yeah. on in that game. And I mean, we he got speed. Yeah, he had to, he does have speed, but he's becoming the most like clutch guy we have as far as that receiver room. But see, that's the thing. So we we know. So we do have speed. We got you know Watson can go, MVS, um, yep. Cole Harmon can do it. Yep. Okay. So the thing is, how come we're not taking shots? Are these guys not good enough getting the balls? Deep balls like that. We threw the one that Sky Moore got past the defense and he drops it. He, he leaves it in the light, whatever. I don't know what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it hit his hands. And as receivers and tight ends, you're supposed to catch that thing. That's how it works. Yep. Bottom line. If you touch any any of this near you, you're supposed to get it. So you get paid for. So I feel like we panicked a little bit in the second half starting out. He ran the ball in that first drive, got five yards in that carry, and then it almost I think maybe we felt like we were down by a lot more than we were. We were down by five coming out of halftime. I mean, come on. That was that was your chance just to, like, have a good drive, put points on the board, and just make your statement in the second half. Um, it, it actually, in the second half, a little bit, it kind of re- slightly reminded me of the Detroit kind of loss where the other team wasn't really running that well. Like, Javante and Montgomery both weren't picking up, like, chunk yardage. But they were just getting steady, like four or five yards, almost three, three to five yards every time. And they were having third and shorts, and they were just got they did what they had to do to get first downs, and, and they just kept the drives going, dude. And the, their drives were what, like 10 plays, 13 plays. So they were staying on the field. They were doing the cliche. We hear this all the time. We just don't really experience it as Chief fans. But what do other teams always say? What do analysts always say? They're tired of saying it. They stop saying it. Keep Mahomes off the field. And how do you really do that? What's crazy is that you look at their team and you're like, I mean, yeah, Wilson didn't even really statistically play that great. Really, he didn't light it up. 12 of 19, 114 yards. Three TDs, though. Uh, no interceptions. He had that one fumble, but that's it. Like, they, they didn't do a lot, but once they had a lead, they were like, okay, we have a good defense. We scheme them pretty well. Just keep them off. From now, just keep them off the field. Give them a couple possessions after halftime, and we'll win this game. And they they did it. No, they did. They they so they they played a lot of zone, and they was covering all the things kind of kind of uh, underneath, and they was they were saying like, look, if you're going to attack us, attack us deep, or somewhere toward the you know, hook area deep middle. If you're going to do anything, and I didn't see any passes like that. The only one I seen is catch one was the one to MVS. That was it. And he I was going to say I thought you said Sky Moore at the end, which he dropped. Yeah, well, yeah, well that that too. <laughs> but you know the thing is, 
you know, when, when and I think at the at the half, they, they were just trying to get into a rhythm. I don't think they panicked. They were just trying to get into the rhythm because they had to have the football. And so what you try to do is, okay, look, let's get some juice going, okay? Let's rev it up a little bit because this is what we are. We got a high-powered offense. We This, this is who we are. This is who we've always been. So we're not going to take away because we got new guys in the room, you know, receivers. We're not going to do that. We're not going to play down to everybody else. We got to play up. So every, getting everybody on the same page about what it is that we're trying to do, I think they were trying to trying to get that accomplished. And so sometimes when it was working, because, you know, Pat does that little, you know, come on, come on, come on, that little thing like that. Mm. He wants he wants it to come in. He wants rhythm. He wants everything to come and happen right now. He wants it to happen fast. And so I, I see no reason why they shouldn't do that. But, like, you know, sometimes you get into those things, you're not giving the ball to, like you said, you're not giving it to Pacheco, right? It's not those things. So, sorry, man. It, look, the thing is, it's never as bad as everybody makes it out to be. <laughs> just It never is. It's just never that bad. Uh, I know we're just reacting to it right now because it looked ugly. It was an ugly loss. Uh, but these guys are regrouped. You know, we, we're talking about Super Bowl champs right here, right? And so we got Super Bowl uh, winning coaches, players, got the best in the business, quarterback, tight end, defensive line. We, we'll put all this thing together, okay? And once those guys in the room understand that, those are the ones that's going to be able to get these things going. Not us talking about it here. We ain't going to, you know, what we're doing is just venting our, our frustration. Imagine how guys feel, right? Yeah. It's, and I used to think it all the time, like, as bad as fans feel about things like it, imagine how the guys feel, you know, just putting in the effort and stuff and then just coming up short. And so sure, sure. When you, get your, when you get your butt handed to you, that's even worse, right? When you know you're a much better team than this other team that's out there against you, okay? They could, they could beat Russell Wilson and them all day, every day, right? Today was just a day. It was just a time, and they got them. That was it. it. It really shows me Broncos have not given up at all either. Like he's got the, he's got a firm grasp. He's the coaching. I have still have the players in the locker room. The whole like Broncos are about to implode. I don't think so, man. You don't. You don't. You're not on the verge of imploding and and play as well as they did. They, they fulfilled. They they took on that game plan perfectly and, and they executed. We don't understand what they have in getting Sean Payton right, and everybody was getting on Sean Payton. Payton, I know Sean. He's methodical in what he's going to do things. And that's when you start to see he's getting rid of guys. So to him, he's like, I'm going to get this these cancers up out of here. Okay? So sometimes you got to have a winning mindset. We got guys in here who's not winning mindset. We're talking about getting money and all these different things. That's an attitude we need. And so when they were talking about he's going to unload guys during his trade debt, he's trying to do it, believe me. Because he has a vision of what he wants to go to. He's a, he's a Super Bowl coach. He's a winner. So he knows all about what it is it takes to win. So sometimes you got to go through – the losses and whatnot. But if he knows he could claw back, right, in little things and beat the Chiefs, can you imagine now you don't beat the Chiefs, okay? This might be our turning point. I've been trying to tell you all, and y'all couldn't believe it. Y'all couldn't see it, but maybe we just needed that, that little bit of confidence. And so now they have it. They got some good things going. And so to them, they feel like they still got a shot. They still like they still got a shot. Yeah. We're every team Super Bowl. It's, Every, been, it's, been, it's been that way for three years. We yeah. get, we get everyone's best shot. A few weeks back, you're going to get even a team on the verge of giving up. Like they don't want to get blown out forty nine nothing by the Chiefs and like be another like highlight on on on, on social media. They want to they want to come up and win. Yeah, uh, JD. I know everyone online. Um, some people in the chat talking about the Dolphins already. Um, and I know we talk about looking ahead, and we've talked about this before, looking ahead, right? So we got a big trip to Germany coming up um, this this coming weekend. We're playing the Dolphins, another top dog in the AFC. We're playing a team division game, and I know we're not looking past anyone, right? But yeah. it is a team that we've owned 16 straight games in a row. Mm -hmm. How much do you think this was kind of looking ahead, like, man, we got a big trip to Europe next week to play the Dolphins, another team that everyone's talking about coming out of the AFC. Do you think there's any of this kind of look-ahead type thing? Uh, nah, what what happened you saw today? Not not for a divisional game, not at all. The divisional game, you you know, you take everything in stride, and 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 more more importantly, Andy's not gonna let them do it. He, you know, Andy as a head coach is not gonna let them look past anybody, and so it's all about working within the confines of what you have in that room. That's what matters. You know, every week we're trying to get better. Okay, so no matter what they're doing over here and what they got, we should we can't worry about going to Germany. Hey, we don't know what's gonna be happening, right? All we know we can take care of is in this room, okay? All we can take care of is the growth of the guys that's here. 
Those are the things we need to concentrate on. Everybody's just got to think about getting better, that much better. So whatever it means, whatever it takes, we need to do that. Can't worry about the Ravens and all the Bills and all, you know, the, the Cincinnati look good. Can't worry about any of those things. All it worries about is who right there, who's in a locker room, who's talking about getting to a Super Bowl, okay? That's the focus. That's the decision. That's what the guys just need to do, period. Yeah. Um, I agree. I've seen some of this look-ahead stuff online. I mean, yeah, we, we are going to it, – it's, it's, it'd be one thing we were just playing Miami going to the 305 next week. It, it, it's Frankfurt. I mean, it's, it's a different beast that, you know, we've never played there before, you know. And, you're all, and, and I don't know when they're traveling. Some teams are traveling earlier to kind of get used to that jet lag a little before – I think the Bills, when they play the Jags, they, I think they went that Saturday, and uh, I, I hope we're not going on Saturday. That, that'd be the worst thing to do. Um, so uh, obviously we're not we're not overreacting about the losses. Stuff it happens, you know. Being a team sixteen times in a row, it's tough to be a team two uh, one time, let alone sixteen times. But the fact yeah. that, that that's happened, you know, and that streak's got done now, and you could say you could, you could say it's a good thing too that, that that streak is over now, where it's not like oh man, we're going to seventeen, you're going to eighteen. I mean, you you, you can make the argument for for that as well. But guys don't happened. care about that. Guy, we, we don't care about that. No, no, it don't matter. Just trying to win it week in and week out. Don't worry about no 16 win streak. And all. What? Oh, okay. And what? What does that do? So you can win a streak and all that and win you a Super Bowl. It, it just doesn't. So I know those are things that people talk about that just, you know, guys are like, okay, well, keep the losing teams losing. Yeah, of course, that's what you do. But as far as like trying to keep the streak going, hey, man. But you are aware of it, right? Though you are aware of it as a player. Like, I mean, they say it, but you you know you ain't worried about that. You're just trying to win. <laughs> That's it. That's all. I mean, and and I think sometimes to us it's like, um, you know, certain stats. I mean that that we hear that. Oh my gosh, same thing. Uh, well, but uh, uh, you know, uh, when they said you know Butner hadn't missed a field goal in so many tries and whatnot. Okay, he, I know he's thinking. All he's thinking about is getting this field goal right now. That's all that matters is this one right here. Not the 20 became before that, but not the next one coming. This, this one right now, he's got to win. So you got to be in the now moment. It's all about the now moments, okay? And football is all about the now, pure and simple. And so that's why, like, you're not thinking about looking ahead. Shoot, people probably use an excuse that uh, Taylor Swift went at the game, right? And that's the reason lost. CBS I mean, did, oh, they posted that graphic at the end of that game. They, oh, <laughs> that's are pretty overwhelmingly in that favor, JD. Yeah, well, you know, there, you go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> that's 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 what we we gotten it down to. This that's how it works, right? <laughs> Got to be everything else. Got to be everything, else. everything nowadays. Come on, <laughs> unreal. And I and I do love when CBS posted that graphic. They show Kelsey miserable in the sun because we're losing the game. He's like, you know, he's cold. He's he's red as hell. And like they have a graphic of uh, his stats, which he's not at the game. It's like not as good, obviously. Um, but for whatever reason that is. But um, but obviously we're not going to overreact. Say, oh man, this team's done or or whatnot. Whatever. It's, there's some people out there who are overreacting. Brian, I love you, buddy. But you you know, um, but I, I will. I do want to ask you this, both you guys. Um, to, to end it here so we can watch the Sunday night game and stuff. But what would be the one thing you are concerned about after what you saw today? We're not saying it's the end of the world. We need to, we, you know, we, we, we need to think about, you know, you know, to blow this whole thing up. We're not doing that at all. But what is one thing that you saw today you're like that is kind of concerning to you that's like something like, hmm, like I may have not seen that before or something that does kind of concern you? Uh, what's, what's the one thing that you could take away from today's game, something that does concern you that you may have not even – I'll, I'll go ahead. I think where he was, he was kind of so concerning. It froze him. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what I think part of the thing that concerned us that we need to make sure that we we emphasize is to not get rattled when we're down uh, by points, like you said. Not don't don't think that you need to make plays, right? And so that was almost the same thing. Like McCole trying to make that play at the, you don't need to make a play. Okay, let's just get into a rhythm of doing things the right way. Be consistent in what we're doing. Okay. We're good. We're fine. Look, we're the Super Bowl champs. We're the, look, we're the defending Super Bowl champs. Okay, everybody's got to come to us, and so when we're doing this, we're good, and that's how everybody's got to think. And so you got to make sure that nobody's thinking outside that framework of like, well, all we got to do is got to do it. No, play within the confines of what we said. What we're going to do as far as uh, you know the uh, uh, the game plan, 
and we'll be fine. As long as we're executing and we're consistent, we will be fine. Okay. And so, you know, we're not, we're not a bad team. Uh, bad teams are the one that start arguing on the sidelines, fussing at each other. All, we're not seeing that. We're not seeing finger pointing and all that. We're not that, we're not that team, you know? And so I think it's the reason because we have been winning. We get so out of sorts because, oh my gosh, look at the down what? You know, we're not going to win with the wide receivers we got. We're not going to, they were saying the same thing about the corners last year, right? We're not going to be a deep playoff team because the corners keep getting beat. Spaz keep putting them in positions. Man, look, this is week eight. This is halfway through the season. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So I'm not, I'm not tripping. I ain't going to trip on that. Okay. I will say our our, uh, our biggest live shows is when is following a loss. <laughs> when yeah, we have the most people in the room, it's following a loss usually. I love it. <laughs> you know, because everybody got something to say. Oh, you should, oh, you should have seen me when I, I I was like when I was getting around. I'm like, man, I'm hot, boy. When I come out here, I'm gonna say everything. But I've been there. I've seen how some the losses, and you just got to take it all in, right? You got to yeah. take everything and just like take stock of it. Take the take the video, learn from it. Learn from the mistakes with everybody didn't do right. Go to the next week. Pure and simple. Okay. Put that in the books to yeah. get better. Tasia, what, what was the one thing that may have concerned you that you haven't no, that you have noticed before or you just noticed today for the first time? It's gotta be um just more consistently consistency in the red zone. We went back to oh over three again. We just can't. We have a good game against the Chargers. We go three or four, come back and go oh three. Um, it's it's brutal. Yeah, the week before that, um, who do we have? We have the we had the Broncos again. I think we also struggled that week as well. And then the week before that, we had the Vikings, who we did well against. So we just can't. It's hit or miss every week. What kind of red zone team we're going to be? And you can you can accrue yards all you want. And look. Except for the you know the, the turnover part, I mean obviously turnovers suck, but Mahomes statistically, like we said in the first half, very efficient. He was yeah. he was moving the ball, he was completing passes. They were moving the ball. They just again over three in the red zone. If you get down there and you can't do anything, then you're not gonna you're not gonna score a lot of points. That's why our points are down from last year, and, and our red zone efficiency is way down for touchdowns in last year. It's it's crazy. So that's got to be better. You go you go. Below fifty percent, you go fifty percent or below in the in the playoffs, you're gonna lose, man. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I would say that uh, the big thing for me that that kind of jumped out to me, which I, I have noticed obviously, and it, and it kind of plays into the uh, consistency in the red zone, is the fourth and twos and the fourth and threes where we do decide to kick field goals. And I know the analytics say to go for it, and, and I'm sometimes take the points. But when you have Patrick Mahomes back there, like. Let's go for these fourth and twos, fourth and threes a little more often, especially in the beginning of the, these games where you like, let's, let's, you know, put the pedal to the metal. Let's try to score a touchdown here, not come away with three. And I would say that kind of popped off at me a little bit today where it's like, you know, we, we are settling for these field goals a lot. And I don't know if that's trust in the O line, trust in the running game, or just, you know, we just want to get points up on the board. And I get the, I, I get the, take the three. I get it sometimes, but it seems like we're settling a lot for these field goals and these fourth and twos and fourth and threes when we do get in the red zone. It's like just, Let's go for it. You know, I mean, we 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 have better plays than the uh, than the Blake Bell uh, QB sneak or the Noah Gray QB sneak. I mean, like let's you know let's let, let's put the ball up in PM15's hands and try to get those first downs instead of just sitting for the field goals. And I get yeah, and I guess that does play along with the whole red zone uh, efficiency. But I just think having more trust in, in the offense and what we're doing. And that's that's the kind of thing that, that stood out to me today. What I'm had to look into it because I don't know what are we at, at, at third and short, you know, and, and fourth. Where, where are we right now on the season? Yeah, that because you got to look at that too. Because it's like, okay, maybe we're not as good. Maybe we don't have that many plays. Yeah. Right. So those are some of the things you got to work on. But I, I, I agree with you. I, I want to go on. <laughs> if we're as good as we say we are, I think we should go on it for fourth down and short all the time. Coming, I don't know about third and short specifically. Coming into today, we were second overall in, in, in third down percentage. Okay, to- total third down percentage. Total third down. That's not third and short, but I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, fourth down. Let me look it up. Uh, 
And that's why we have such long, some, <laughs> we have such long drives that go nowhere in the end because you can't convert in the red zone. So all those, all those third downs go to shit eventually. What are they even? What they build to? Right. Yeah. That's that is frustrating. You're, you're going to do all. You're going to go through a, a 12 play drive to give it to Bell on, on a fourth and one from a 19 yard line. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Like, uh, uh, fourth down per. Okay, here we go. Fourth down percentage. We are. Uh, mid, middle of the pack, 16th overall. Mm. So, you so you know, we always got a guy evaluating that. Like, what plays are we running on fourth down? Um, so, <laughs> we need to fire Nagy and Trey Scott. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of that today. There's been a lot of that today. I love these post games. Hey, I will say this. At least it's consistent with uh, last year everyone saying um, EB was getting crud. At least, at least it's consistent now that they're staying with Nagy now, too. At, at least it's consistent with it. Whereas it's also, too, I still I still don't get it because certain, certain people who wanted EB fire also said that EB wasn't the one calling plays, too. So I don't know. <laughs> man, shout out, man, to Marcus and Jill coming out here, man. I, it was it was good having everybody come on. You know, we, it's, it's a good time to come on here and talk about those things, right? Get these things out there. Maybe a CC have will break the curse. I hear you, hey, Brian. I hear you, brother. <laughs> You know, this right here is the the, the new fit, man. We you know, think about sending out to, to folks. So we're trying to get that that good drum of, of how everybody feels about it. So yeah, I, I and I and I do love the post game shows for, for when, when I don't like losing, but I will say it was it's always very entertaining when we lose and we have the post game shows, whether it's on here or Bleacher Report, because the, the comments you guys have are phenomenal. It's like a group therapy. It's a very therapeutic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, because you get everything off your chest and, ah, and then it's like okay, set it yeah. down. Side, we feel a little bit better after there, okay? All right, it's gonna sting for a little bit, yeah. Uh, but the, the reality is, man, these these guys are uh, they're capable. I think that the guys that we have in the wide receiver room, if we don't change it, I think we'll be fine. I really do. And so, I think last week was a better indication about who we actually have in the room than this week. And so, I think once we build on that, we're gonna be okay, right? And we're still trying to figure out how we're gonna get everybody. You know, involved in you know the you know the whole offense, right? I think we just need to figure that out. And so, uh, Denver did a masterful job looking at what we do offensively, and the way they did is drop seven. They had guys come after. That's why Patrick had so much time to throw the football. Well, they're sitting back, and you just got more people. And when I'm telling you, when guys are just sitting over in zones and waiting, I mean, that was the the, the one pit because he knew he was going to throw to Kelsey. It was a, that was a athletic play. That was a great play by him, right? Yeah. But who they know he's going to go to at that at a certain point. They know they're going to go to Kelsey, right? So I'm sure Vance Joseph said, hey, man, look. Look, when Kelsey's around in the area, everybody be aware of that, okay? Spatial awareness, okay? So that's, that's the thing about it, man. We just got to catch footballs, stop with the turnovers. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, if we, don't, if we don't have a turnover today, we don't lose this game, pure and simple. Seriously, yeah. yeah, and look the ball in too. Right, Rice's drop was not just trying to run before catching the ball, and it's as simple as they come. Yeah, he was overdue for one of those stupid drops, though. Yeah, he hadn't had one in like two or three weeks. I know. I know. I think we actually, I think we actually mentioned it on our on our uh, betting show. He hasn't had a drop, and I think he's got he's yeah. getting over all the drops. Uh, and he got over it. Y'all mentioned it. That's your fault. See, y'all mentioned it. See it. Oh my goodness, there it is. I'm just I'm hoping maybe it's like things became started becoming too easy for him. So he was like, okay, like he's good concentrate on as much as the haul in. He was already looking at turning his head. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's no, nah, that's what it was for sure. McCole too. McCole was looking to try to make a play. He was already looking down the field, like he's not necessarily looking in. He's looking to go run. Mm -hmm. but. but I mean, it is what it is. We'll bounce back in uh Miami or in Germany against Miami next Sunday. Um, so for all you uh, Chief Concerns uh, fans out there, uh, so tomorrow, uh, J.D. now will be on Bleacher Report at 2 o'clock uh, live stream. Um, that will be a last trade deadline to the, uh, the segment. And then we'll also grade what we saw today. So, uh, yeah, if, anyone, if anyone's been tuning in for our grade shows, everyone knows on our Monday morning tight ends, Professor Dunn is one tough grader. So I can only imagine what it's going to be uh, <laughs> after what we saw today. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know I'll keep it fair. You, you right? do keep it fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
I'm honest, man. Keep it fair. Cheap players are going to stay home, stay home sick. They're not, not going to want to come in and see that grade. <laughs> That's always that way, man. When you know you play terrible, you're like, Dad, God, like, I don't want to see that. I know we're going to go through it and film. And everybody's got to watch it. So oh. mm. know, sometimes it's good. No. Yeah, it's one of the ones like we'll watch this and then we put it away, get out of our heads, on to Germany kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. On that uh, on that block that McKinnon was coming out for, Rice is gonna do this. Do one of these when that block <laughs> is up. Yo, that's <laughs> I know you noticed that. <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say that sucker right there needs to learn how to block. <laughs> he knew it too. He was like, damn it. Because that was oh, a first yeah. That was a first feet. Move your feet, man. Go step on his toes. Move your feet. Go get him. Don't let the guy dictate what he's doing. You're, you're a big guy, and, and your Rice is a decent, pretty good blocker for a uh, willing blocker for in, in college. Yeah, <laughs> suckers over here, man, a little bit, uh, a little bit bigger in college. Yeah, they said yeah. the uh, all was the American Athletic Conference. So they say this, this ain't that. <laughs> hey, look, he ain't going against a guy that's coming up there taking biochemistry, okay, or county. <laughs> looking to go in the next world. He's looking at somebody who's trying to get you know fifty mil a year. Kind of face mm-hmm. yeah. mask off. It's a to- totally different animals out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and guess what? Number four is in their way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but all right, guys. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed the show. We hope everyone feels better about. It. I, f- I feel better. I know coming into these shows after a loss, it's, it sucks sometimes. But by the time we get to the, the, the forty-five minutes or fifty minutes of the episode, everyone's feeling good. Everyone can go to bed, be- sleep, sleep easier, and watch some Sunday night football or NBA, whatever you guys want to to watch as you uh, uh lay, the, lay your head down tonight uh, to sleep and hopefully uh, get over the, the loss. So, again, a Bleacher Report tomorrow, 2 o'clock. J.D. and I, and J.D.'s going to give us uh, some grades on, um, on what we saw today. But Yes, sir. Hope everyone has a good night. Also, before we go, I just want to give a shout-out to my guy, J.D., who is celebrating his first no. anniversary today. So, happy anniversary, oh, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. You. Appreciate it. We uh, – we, we, me and my wife, we wanted to see this game, and we're going to uh, finish up with our plans. So we're going to a nice little spot uh, to enjoy ourselves. So nice. uh, y'all enjoy it, okay? I'm I'm chilling out because I'm going to have a wonderful day. We've had a, a wonderful day yesterday and today. We're just going to keep it going. So, all awesome, right? brother. You're rolling. That's yes, it. Love you. Yeah, and nice. lo- lo- Love Susan, brother. Yeah, appreciate it. Have a, all right? have a good night, guys. Right. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.